Welcome to the Mr. Blue Sky Podcast. We're here talking to all things Sky Blue FC and only Sky Blue FC. Phil back here with you. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the Mr. Blue Sky Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, or follow the podcast still on SoundCloud. You can also follow us on Twitter at Mr. Blue Sky Pod. That's at MR Blue Sky P-O-D. Also, you can tweet at us and email us at mrbluesky_pod at gmail.com to add to the Mr. Blue Sky mailbag. You can get your questions, comments, concerns heard on the air, and at this rate, I have a suspicion that there may be a few more concerns than anything else right now, as although Sky Blue did play a better game, they cannot keep relying on Kalen Sheridan for 10 saves a game. So, Sky Blue FC against Houston, first home game, home opener of the uh, brand new season, first home opener without Tony Novo, which is always a good thing in my book. And it was a better game in regards to possession for Sky Blue. Uh, They did a slightly better job in the midfield. However, I did preview last week that Houston was a team that would make you pay for your mistakes. And there were a couple of mistakes made uh, by the midfield, by the back line, and by one Carly Lloyd. And one glaring mistake by Carly Lloyd. 27th minute of the game, uh, Sky Blue has been awarded a penalty after Carly Lloyd was bumped off the ball in the box illegally. And she steps up to the spot and misses the net. She puts it uh, wide, far side, and game stays 0-0. I don't care who you are, but if you are at the spot, you need to put it on frame. If it's close, and I know she was aiming for the far side because that's like the perfect place to hit a penalty on the far side right on the inside of the post. I know she was trying to do that, but at, and Campbell was guessing the correct way, so she may or may not have saved it at that point. But at least put it on target, especially if you have a t- the talent level of Carly Lloyd. I mean, I'm sorry. You need to put that on target. That End of story. Now, before that penalty actually happened, uh, Sky Blue was able to deal with uh, two shots on target within the box by themselves, first by Sofia Huerta in the, 80, in the 11th minute, and by... Uh, Prince in the 16th minute. Uh, Sheridan was able to take care of both of those. Um, after the penalty, Sky Blue was able to uh, with, uh, withstand three more shots. Uh, Daly, Agnew, and uh, Schmidt, not, not quite in that order. Schmidt was in the 31st minute, Daly 33rd, and Agnew in the 38th minute. And uh, at the half, it's 0-0. So, moving on into the second half, Things got uh, ramped up for Houston offensively. Uh, Rachel Daly became a little more dangerous in the 18, and even even outside the 18 as well. 53rd minute, she had a shot from about 25 yards out plus uh, that was saved by Sheridan. So count another one for Sheridan on the way up to uh, her 10 saves on the night. And then in the 83rd minute, right at the top of the box, Sofia Huerta scored off an unlucky deflection to make it one nothing, and that was your ball game right there. Uh, Sky Blue did increase the offensive production uh, later on in that second half. 
Uh, Paige Monahan had a couple good tries, one of which was blocked. The other one went over the bar. Uh, Dorsey had a good chance. Uh, Lloyd had another good chance that went wide. Killian had a chance that was blocked. Um, and even in the first half, too, Kawasumi had a, sh- a uh, chance herself that was saved by uh, Campbell. And uh, overall, Kawasumi, again, looked impressive during this game. Uh, I, I just feel that throughout the first two games so far, I feel like Carly Lloyd is being played out of position. Now, the question, of, of course, is, is that because of a lack of depth up top at, at forward? Uh, is it because of the midfield being overcrowded? Because Carly Lloyd, honestly, should be more of a central attacking midfielder as opposed to a forward. It, but the question is, though, who, who else would you put there in a 4-4-2? Or, counterpoint, would you change up your formation, go say four-two-three-one, so that you have Lloyd in the middle as your, a true number ten, and then play Jen Hoy up top as your striker, surrounded by Killian, Rodriguez, Dorsey, and Kawasumi. So it's it's an interesting time for Sky Blue FC because they did look better, but I don't know whether or not the 4-4-2 right now is the best formation for this club considering how the roster is constructed and how it's performed so far in a 4-4-2 and especially since Carly Lloyd is being played as a striker initially but has been very much in the midfield and very deep as well at times to try and help out and get the ball out wide or clear the ball away or anything of the sort. Full stats for this game, Houston led in shots, 19 to 18 shots on target, Houston 11, Sky Blue 1, not great there. Uh, possession numbers were much better this week, 55-45 favoring Houston. Uh, Sky Blue did have 25 clearances though to Houston's 21, so that was definitely an improvement on Sky Blue's uh, behalf. Uh, total passes, uh, Houston only had just under 80 more, so that's much better than last week against Washington. However, Sky Blue's passing accuracy at 68.7% is not good. So Houston was all over this team. Uh, they were very direct in their attack. They were very direct uh, defensively as well. And Houston just the better team for this game. Never mind the fact that, like, even Carly Lloyd's missed penalty aside, like, Houston was by far the better team in this game, and uh, just even based on this performance, I think the Houston Dash can make a lot of noise in NWSL this season. Between this and their 1-1 draw at home against Seattle Reign, uh, I definitely think Houston is going to be one of the better teams in NWSL this season, and probably challenging for a playoff spot later on in the season. Uh, with regards to their upcoming game against the Portland Thorns, this is going to be a tough one because obviously Portland is very good. Uh, we know this. Uh, they drew Orlando in their first week, but they also drew Chicago last week 4-4 on the road in what can arguably dis- be described as one of the craziest matches in the season thus far, if not the craziest. Because like as crazy as the North Carolina blowout of Orlando was, that was just one-sided. This was back and forth and back and forth. You had a Portland goal in the 16th minute, Sinclair. 18th minute, Nagasato. Uh, 20th minute, Kerr. Uh, Portland ties it in the 33rd. So Cernogovic, uh ties it up again at 2. 
and we're not even 30 or we're 33 minutes into this uh, 51st minute Sinclair retook the lead for Portland uh, Chicago tied it once again in the 77th minute Vasconcelos uh, 87th minute Sinclair finished her hat trick and then Nagasato uh, bagged the brace in the 90th minute plus to create a 4-4 draw in Chicago so we all know Portland very explosive offense uh, very rough team as well uh, with Klingenberg and Sonnet on the back line Ellie Carpenter, Captain Reynolds as well uh, Lindsey Horan, one of the, the uh, league MVP from last year is playing as well. Um, Tobin Heath, of course, big names. Caitlin Ford back from uh, Australia. And so this is a very, very formidable lineup. Now, of course, they drew Orlando 1-1 at the beginning of the season. So this Portland team, um, they can be held, whether they will be or not is a different story, especially against a Sky Blue team that's still struggling, still has problems in the midfield, and still finds ways to get pinned in their own defensive third. So this is definitely going to be a problem for Sky Blue, um, and one that I do not foresee being fixed in anytime soon. Uh, that being said, um, I still think that Sky Blue can be competitive in this game. It, it, they just have to make that formation change. They, they just do. Because Carly Lloyd is not a forward. I'm sorry. She's not a forward. She She's a midfielder. She is an attacking midfielder. And that's what she is. And that's how she should be set up for. And that's how the team should be playing. In a 4-2-3-1 with Carly Lloyd in the number 10 role. And distributing passes. Now, whether or not Carly Lloyd can also be better than she was both this past week and of course in that game against Washington where I criticize her heavily that's still to be seen because Carly Lloyd is still getting old and Carly Lloyd is not as good on the ball as she was originally the other thing to note about this match is that this is going to be the last match as far as I know where the national team players will be partaking in league play ahead of the World Cup because you've got a bunch of send-off matches, as I mentioned last week, cul uh, culminating in a match at Red Bull Arena on the 26th of May. And then you got the World Cup right there. We still don't have a roster announcement as of the date of, the, of recording by from Jill Ellis. And with that said, I think it's imminent. Like, maybe Monday or Tuesday, they'll announce a roster, and then the players will be off. And Sky Blue may be able to dodge a bullet against North Carolina Courage, who they face afterwards. So now as we preview the match itself here, um, just looking at the injury report, we're finally recording late in the week enough so that we can actually see the injury report going into the match. Uh, Bella Bixby out again with the right hand. Uh, Lindsay Horan is out for this game, so that's a huge break for Sky Blue FC uh, with a right hip injury. Uh, Menges is out with the right foot. No one on international duty yet, of course. Uh, Sky Blue, same two that are out right now, Freeman and Tiernan. Uh, what's interesting to note is that Savannah McCaskill is not listed on the injury report. So whether or not she's going to be available in the 18 is still to be determined. But hopefully for Sky Blue, they get another attacking option 
and then maybe they can play a 4-4-2 successfully with McCaskill up top alongside Jen Hoy and push Carly Lloyd back into that midfield role that she belongs in. So that being said, with Lindsey Horan out, um, obviously the player to watch is, is Christine Sinclair. Hat-trick against uh, Reds, the Red Stars, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, big, big impact player for uh, Portland, uh, I almost said Portland Timbers, Portland Thorns. Uh, and that being said, I, I mean, she's a legend, so of course she's a uh, major player anyway. So she's a Canadian national team legend, World Cup veteran. So obviously a force to be reckoned with and has been for quite a while in NWSL play. Last year, uh, these teams met three times again. Uh, Sky Blue was able to earn a 1-1 draw at home, as well, as, and then they fell uh, 2-1 both times in the other two games. First meeting was at Providence Park. Uh, Carly Lloyd converted a penalty to tie up the match in the 77th minute, and that's your 1-1 draw right there. Second matchup, we had a uh, lone goal from Imani Dorsey from McCaskill in the 27th minute, but between hitting Woodwork later in the game twice for Sky Blue. Uh, not necessarily Dorsey, uh, but other players. Um, in the last match, Killian was able to uh, get one back after going down 2-0 in the 85th minute with an amazing shot off a uh, terrible clearance from uh, Portland. So they went 0-2-1 last year. Um, hopefully they look to avoid doing that again. And it all starts It all starts on, on uh, Sunday, 6 o'clock, Yersack Field. Another home game for Sky Blue, another road game for Portland Thorns. Uh, how they are affected by this is still yet to be seen because it's a cross-country journey for Portland, so obviously it's tough just just in general, especially after coming off a uh, trip to Chicago as well and then coming back to Portland just to travel back and forth is tough enough from them. As for Sky Blue, the key, of course, is going to be whether or not Savannah McCaskill is healthy enough to play because... We know she's not listed on the injury report. Um, is she going to be named in the 18? If so, is she going to start, or is she going to come off the bench? That's still yet to be seen. Um, and if so, if she does come off the bench, uh, are they going to start again in a 4-4-2 with Carly Lloyd playing up top? And I think the answer will be yes, because that's just how it's been for this entire season so far. Um, if she doesn't, come off the bench and she does get a start is Jen Hoy going to be forced to the bench and then they keep Carly Lloyd up top or are they going to push Carly Lloyd down into the middle of that 4-4-2 because I don't see him changing formations anytime soon I just don't unfortunately and I think that's more of an indictment on uh, Denise Reddy just using a basic formation for this team as opposed to a formation that in my opinion I, I think would work but I don't get paid to make those decisions. So that being said, um, I'm going to say that Sky Blue loses this one 2-1. Not sure who's going to score the goals, um, but I do think it's going to be a 2-1 loss to Portland, even though Portland's not going to be playing with Lindsey Horan this week. So it's definitely an opportunity for Sky Blue to take advantage of with Horan out. But again, just the firepower on that Portland Thorns team, in my opinion, is just too much for Sky Blue to deal with. So, 2-1 loss. Um, we're going to keep the podcast short this week. Um, again, there was a lot of stuff going on. Not that much news coming out. So, that being said, we're going to keep it short for you. Uh, we're still trying to 
get the uh, podcast recorded on a new computer that I got. Uh, we're going to take care of that in a moment. Uh, in the meantime, don't forget to like and, sub- and uh, subscribe on uh, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. We also have the uh, podcast on SoundCloud as well for you. Uh, and you can also send us an email or shoot us a tweet uh, in order to get on the Mr. S- Blue Sky mailbag that we're going to try and get going here. Uh, that's mrbluesky_pod at gmail.com or on Twitter at mrbluesky_pod. So that will do it for me. Phil Beck signing off. Enjoy the match on Sunday. Take care.